Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, we are getting to the end of summer. Can you even believe it? I can't believe it. It makes me get a little bit sad, but you know what? All the seasons are wonderful. So That's true. It's all about perspective. I will say this. The other day, though, it took me 40 minutes to get to work, and my commute is 17. So uh, that was not fun. No. You know, when I actually go into an, an office. And when you're not working from home. Exactly. Yes. Which is so appropriate for our topic tonight. And so appropriate for the word from the Urban Dictionary tonight. So this is a new edition, and I cannot wait. Yes. So a big shout out to Mr. Kevin for an awesome gift for an enhancement to our podcast. Yes. Thank you, Kevin. So... Tonight's Urban Dictionary word is alarm shock. Alarm shock? Jill, what is it? It's perfect this time of year. The shock of having to wake up a lot earlier than you normally would due to school after summer vacation. I love it. Alarm shock. Alarm shock. Well, I would have liked to have had alarm shock today, but since I slept through my alarm, me and Savannah got three, um... Yeah, I bet lots of kiddos uh, around around the world are having alarm shock this month. Yes, yes, it is. It's a real thing, alarm shock. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jill, also super exciting, return guest, yes. Regina. Woohoo! Hello. Hi, <laughs> thanks for joining us again, Regina. Thank you for inviting me. So exciting. I hope you enjoyed dinner with us. I did. I enjoy your company always. Excellent. We enjoy yours yes, as we well. Do. As well. All right, so tonight's topic, still a dear doula, great question coming in. I think that we thought, you know, as we are working our way through this pandemic, we've gotten into the endemic stage. We thought things are going to go back to whatever that normal is for people. Yeah, not happening. So the question that came in to us is, well, my spouse now works from home. How do I adjust? Regina, do you have experience with this? I have first-hand experience with this. All right, what's the experience? Oh, the experience, I guess a tiny little background is I'm a little more of the social and my husband is very much of the introvert. Mm-hmm. So for him, working from home or being the remote worker was a wonderful thing. The, the minute he was told <laughs> to stay home from uh, and work from home, he was one happy dude. Interesting. Not as much for me. It's a more of an adjustment. <laughs> um, I'm very involved, as I think I've told yes. both of you, Jill and Casey, both right. of you, that I'm very involved in, in many different activities. And so I am accustomed to coming and going. Sure. When I want. And my husband, God love him, did a lot of where you going. Wait. <laughs> Not that it matters. Sure. It does I, I please I don't want any listener to think that I have to ask permission <laughs> to go anywhere. He actually encourages me to do things that mm-hmm. the normal husband of the people I know do not encourage in this mm-hmm. way. So he's a he's a wonderful man in that aspect. But I felt like I had to be home. Sure. I felt like I couldn't make phone calls because he would be listening. Mm-hmm. I felt like um, I couldn't sit and read a book. And you two girls both know how much I love to read. Yes, mm-hmm. avid reader. 
Because it would look like I am being lazy. Right. Not doing anything. You're just sitting around reading all day. Right. Right. Now, I guess. And he's working. And he's working. And everything else is getting done. Now, right. he's, he's he's never, ever complained. Sure. That was probably a, an internal thing for me. Right. That's the voice in your head telling you this story. The voice in, in my head. We have learned. I have learned. I've gotten over that, for sure. <laughs> and now I babysit four grandkids two days a week. And... Um, I quit trying to be quiet. Okay. I don't do anything to tiptoe around. It's like, this is my house and this is my space. Mm -hmm. He has um, his own office. We took one of the spare bedrooms and just put his laptops. He looks out the front. Nice. He's such a nice old man. He watches the mailman. (laughs) He's like, old mail's here. He watches the trash man. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So so he he has a, a handle on what's happening. He comes out and checks on... Mm-hmm. whatever just to take sure. a break come to get of a course. glass of water yeah comes to check on one of the girls to see mm-hmm. what we're doing or whatever but right but um he is a good worker from home now i know both of you work from home mm-hmm. jill do you work from home remotely always yeah pretty much 98 percent of the mm-hmm. time and, but casey you actually go in i do i don't it's not mandatory because you know i make the rules oh, so uh <laughs> so much like your husband I, I'm sorry, not like your husband. I have come to love working from home, but I was very much, I do not want to work from home. I do not want to convert any space in my home for an office. I intentionally, where I live, when I arranged everything initially, was like, oh, I don't have to have a designated office because I go to an office. Now, granted, this was years ago, but... I, I love the concept of, nope, I do my work at my office and I do my living at home, right? So I just, now let's be clear. I take meetings and I have late nights and things like, but I did not have a designated space at home. So when all of this changed abruptly overnight, March of 2020, I was sitting at the dining room table for many years. And like I just said, I made the rules, right? So I knew when, if we would be coming back to the office, Mm -hmm. I knew we would not be. I knew that we would give the option to be. And I just kept delaying, 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 putting that designated space. And then finally I was like, you got to get off of this table. The back is rickety, the chair back. Like, oh my gosh, the dining room table is not the place to be working. And so finally I designated that space. And now there are days where I do go to the office. I'm like, "Uh, I might stay half day. I am. Really? Yeah, I now prefer working from home. Okay, now I'm going to ask you just because I'm just curious. When you said something, Casey, that... um, I can understand the, I work mm-hmm. and I, because I have a brother mm-hmm. who is working from home mostly, mm-hmm. but he goes in one day a week. Of course, okay. he has to drive two hours to get oh, to work. Wow. So yeah. they have worked that out. What he has said is he, I don't know if he's ADHD, <laughs> but he said for him, it's a little bit of a work is work and home is home. And when he's home, he gets more distracted. And Jill, if you are working from home a lot, do you find that is also a distraction? I don't find a distraction because I guess I have my routine. 
Sure. You know, but I had to get into that routine. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm one of those that I liked initially. I'm like routine, go into the office. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm going to work from home. (laughs) I never really thought I would want to work from home. But once I got into the routine, then I'm like, okay, this is my routine. Mm -hmm. And, and I love it. I just feel like I have freedom to go outside and breathe in some fresh air mm-hmm. very easily. I don't have to go down an escalator. I don't have to, sure, you know, be on the concrete. I can be on the grass. You know, it's little things like that. And when I think about what they were doing at work is they were having, they had just put in a relaxation room. Mm-hmm. And that was where mm-hmm. you could go and just kind of decompress but you would have to leave the door open and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Um, it wasn't a room to go sleep in or anything. So I think about that and I'm like, I am more decompressed working from home. And it's because sometimes the energy that you're around, mm-hmm. it can hype you up unnecessarily. Yes. Whether it's mm. the, the personalities or even the design of the room. Yes. Because my office, I'm surrounded by everything that I look at, and it makes me happy. I did not get a say in designing the office at work. True. You know, so my environment is very conducive to setting me up for um, handling any kind of stressful project or something like that. So I I really like it. I think it's, I love what you're saying, Jill, and I think it's interesting because like, I even think about smells, mm-hmm. right? So the office that I have at our headquarters, I'm by the kitchen and the restrooms. So I smell interesting things all day long, but at home, I can have my aromatherapy going, right? I can yes. have a candle burning in the next room. I can walk outside. I can breathe in that fresh air without looking at another office building, but really looking at nature. If I want to take a walk around a pond, I you know, there, there are different things that allow me to not be distracted. Mm-hmm. Now, there are days where I'm like, oh, that couch looks mighty comfy. <laughs> right. right? And so I have to play this game of mm-hmm. that can be a reward. However... You got to get your work done. Right. And some days my discipline is there and I love my routine, but there are other times where I'm like, and, and let's be honest, even in an office, I would just, there would be days where I'd sit at my desk like, man, I'm just not feeling work today. Mm -hmm. So I think regardless of where it is, but I will say, uh, there have been some really big benefits to being at home. I just had to get in a right mindset and I do I agree with you Jill I think having a routine really did help with that oh yeah and sometimes now going to the office disrupts that for me me too because then I have to think about okay now I gotta back it up the commute's gonna take this long Mm -hmm. and then it's like oh and I can't run my life so my life has changed logistically too sure because I'm in a different part of the city right I'm at home yeah. And I'm not downtown. Mm-hmm. And so when I start my day out, it's the first thing is to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. That's a mile and a half from my house. Yes. You know, so I just have a lot of benefits of um, 
paying myself first. That's great. You know, that's how I look at it because I'm not rushed in the morning. Mm -hmm. Because I'm so close, I can come home, I can get showered. Yeah, I might be on a call and maybe my hair is not 100% dry, but it's I'm presentable. Presentable. Yes, I'm presentable. So Regina, talk to me about some of the adjustments that got made. Did you have to set ground rules? Because I love it. You said, you know, there are four grandchildren and you were like, I'm going to be loud because this is where I live. I'm just going to be me. Mm -hmm. So how did you and your husband adjust, make that adjustment together? Um, Honestly, Casey, mostly it was because we made the mistakes in the first place. Okay. So he is in this bedroom, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, the first one down the hall. Okay. So um, if I'm passing to go to the laundry room behind him or whatever, I might peek my head in or I'm headed to, let's say, the grocery store. And I'll just pop in. I'm like, hey, I'm going to the store. Do you need anything? And he'll give me the look. And, <laughs> and, 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 and then I give him the look back and, and he like turns something. He says, I'm on a call. I'm like, I didn't know. Right. How, how would you? So I, because he's quiet. Right. Because my husband doesn't. I mean, he is does not have a lot of calls and he doesn't when he does he does very little speaking mm-hmm. it's just he's a computer nerd and that's just the thing he's just not it's that that's just how his job works so then the rule now is then you're going to have to close the door if you have a meeting close the door if the door is closed i'm not going to come barreling in Fair. because i have barreled in <laughs> and spoken loudly and sure. he was not on mute mm-hmm. so um he does not have any zoom calls they're all just Telephone. They're all telephone. Okay. There's nothing. There's nothing sure. visual. Um, the other thing is, with watching these grandkids, they are now tall enough that they can reach door handles. And we, <laughs> we have handles uh-huh. as we age. Handles sure. are handy, and I actually had handles even when we were mm-hmm. in not even our twenties when we built our first home. Sure. Because I could do this whole like you know kick elbow, with your, kick yes, with your elbow, kick it. with your whatever, uh-huh. and I could get in. So they can get in. And, and sometimes he's on a call and then he gives me the look again. And, and so then the second rule was, and if it's a babysitting day, you have to lock the door. Just lock sure. the door. Sure. You know, we don't, mm-hmm. it's fine. Now, he loves being a grandfather. He's a very good worker from home. He works better at home than he ever did in the office because distractions in the office, people coming in and saying hi or talking, sure. whatever that he... he he will tell you that he is a much better worker. I have not worked in an office in years, and I think I would have to be in an office because I need the people. Mm-hmm. But he does better without the people. Sure. Very introverted. And that's it, right? There are as many introverts as there are extroverts. Yes. People need people. Some people need people when they need them. Some people need them all the time. I have a team that I would say half of them thrive face-to-face. And so they have committed to, even though it's not mandatory, hey, why don't we try to show up for each other? Let's, if you're, you know you're going to be in the office, hey, I'll be in the office that day. And because they like that connection, I think it allows them to be creative. I think it allows them to do those pop-ins and mm-hmm. just build that connection and keep it there. I think, too, we were so used to just popping in. Hey, can I run this by you? Hey, what do you think about this? Ah, oh my gosh, I wasn't, yes, yeah. You know, you just pop mm-hmm. in. 
well, now that we have to do that virtually, yes, we can chat, right? We can send instant messages. I don't even know if that's what you call it these days, but that's what we call it, right? So through many of the platforms that we have, we can send these um, texts to each other, but it's different. We can be on video calls, absolutely, but it is different than actually seeing people in person. But I have some team members that are like, hey, I'm good. So Casey, mm-hmm. as a boss, then mm-hmm. I'm curious, do you feel the productivity the productivity has raised or has it increased? Has it lowered? Is it about the same with yeah, all so of the changes? I would say we, we've had ebbs and flows. So when we first went remote, I think all of us, well, I think the team that their jobs had always been in the office. We did not even have a policy for remote working. Sure. We didn't have laptops. Oh. Uh-huh. So literally took desktops home. We Many of them didn't even, weren't equipped to have video cameras. Like they didn't have, we didn't even have plug-in cameras. That's So like we had to advance some of our technology very quick, which is great. Lots of lessons to learn. We, so everybody adapted quickly and I think got into this rhythm, but it took a lot of conversations, a lot of phone calls and video calls of, it's okay that it looks different. It's okay that it's uncomfortable. It's okay. We've never done this before. And so then we we tried all of the tricks that everybody talked about initially, right? Like we had Zoom lunches and we had Zoom happy hours and we had Zoom card games, right? Like we did a lot of fun things via Zoom. And part of this too is because so much was uncertain in the world and then also at work because again, our work was not remote. It was always right. in the office. So if we found our groove, I would say probably within two months. And then it was like, okay. And I, I was very candid with the staff. I don't know when we will come back. I just don't. But let's go with we're not coming back for at least six months. Let's just go with that. So what do you need to be successful? Do you have what you need? Do you have the setup? What is hindering your performance? So we replicated setups. We replicate, you know, everything that they needed at home, they got because we went with, you're not coming back to this office. And then we, we did a very slow comeback. And again, like I said, it's not mandatory. So I think then we became very, very effective working remote, but we became very disconnected. And we weren't relying on each other. We were still doing our work and doing it very well, but independent of each other. Mm-hmm. And so then we didn't really have this cohesive team. So when we would come together, it was like, oh, wait, what are you working on? Oh, right. Yeah, I guess that's a, it is that time of year. And we were having meetings, but we just, our heads were down and we were doing our work. Mm-hmm. That's because, interesting. Yeah, we weren't popping into each other's offices right. asking about things because we knew what to do. So there's a disconnect. There was a disconnect. And then it was, okay, we're going to do, how do we change our Zoom meetings? So now we're kind of done with these happy hours. We're kind of done with these Zoom lunches, right? Now how are we 
really connecting professionally. So what do our meetings need to look like so that we understand what is needed for each other to mm-hmm. understand? We don't have to be face-to-face to know who's working on what and how to work together. So yeah. it took us a while. I would say more, we've had more communication with our team. That's awesome. Since working remotely. We never used to get up and um, meet every day in the morning. Oh, and so now team. this is a daily thing. Now this is a daily okay. thing. And 9 o'clock every day, you know, it uh-huh. might last, I have mm-hmm. yep. you know, it might last 10 minutes, mm-hmm. it might last 25 minutes. It just depends. But then we kind of know, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on with our team and our team members. Um, so that has been like a positive, but I can see where, um, the disconnect with team members, because also we have a lot of people leaving and we had a lot of new faces. Mm -hmm. So when I went in the office just a couple weeks ago, I'm like, Oh, so you're Angie. I know we've been emailing each other and we never had an opportunity to, or reason to have like a video chat. Sure. So it's been kind of neat, you know, meeting mm-hmm. these people. Um, but that's been like the hardest thing too is could we have a communication on when there's a new team member? You sure. Know, that's still within my bigger team, not my immediate team, but the bigger team I'm on. Mm-hmm. So keeping up with um, the new people coming in, I think is more difficult remotely than if you're in the office. And I think celebrating is more difficult, right? Because we don't mm-hmm. we don't go to birthday lunches, we don't go to retirement parties, we don't celebrate when people resign, when they move on. Because not everybody is in the office at the same time. And even if you put it on a calendar, oh well, I'm not gonna be in that, you know, like because there's no obligation, right? Mm-hmm. When we were all in the office, well I'm gonna be there. Right. I mean whether right. that was the you know, but we were all together, and so we have missed some of those opportunities to really celebrate with people. So that's one of the things that we've tried to do, too, is I asked the staff to try to be in for our team meeting and also to be in once, so that's once a month, and then once a month for a staff lunch. It's not mandatory. Just try, mm-hmm. and that really is more so for that social and the connectivity piece, because I, I agree with you, Jill. I think that we miss the opportunity to interact when someone is new or someone to celebrate when someone's leaving. Right, yeah. That's been, like, the biggest um, hurdle mm-hmm. is, you know, trying to keep up with new team members and the engagement, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, so I'm on the Employee Engagement Committee, and it's difficult to do it remotely, You know, and so it's kind of one of those things where, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't want to spend a lot of time doing something. So it's like, okay, we have to think about fun things that will engage everyone Mm -hmm. so that you can learn about someone even when you don't Mm -hmm. see them. Right. So it, it just makes you have to think a little bit differently on how do I really get to know people that I don't mm-hmm. see every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But it's not going away. It is not. No, I agree with you. It's not going away. And right. I, I, for me, it is so much better. I just have a more um, balance and flow, if you will, with my day. And I don't feel like 
I'm missing people at all because mm-hmm. I can dial them up, I can see their face. Um, so I don't feel isolated at all working on an island. But I'm glad that there is an opportunity for people to go into the office if they have that need. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's leave on that. So until everyone has hope, here's your weekly dose. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.